So a lot of anticipation, but not in a good way, around the pre-election fiscal update. Barry Soper has been there. He has all the numbers, uh, and they are pretty eye-watering. Very good afternoon again, Barry. Hello, Barry. Good afternoon, guys. So the economy contracted by 16%, more than uh, double that of Australia. Uh, so there's a lot of speculation in the last few days about that. But that is almost as bad as they thought initially, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no. Uh, if you listen to the economists, uh, indeed, they were thinking much more than that. They were talking about a contraction of uh, more than 23%. Oh. Uh, and that's not to say it's great coming in at 16%. It's still pretty bad. Um, you know, an economy going backwards like that is uh, never good. And Australia came in at 7%. And the reason why uh, they came in better than we did to a large extent was that they uh, kept certain industries going uh, during the lockdowns, like construction, for example, they kept going. And um, so there was a, a better economic uh, level of activity in Australia than there was here in New Zealand. So, uh, yeah, our contraction has been fairly significant. But, uh, look, um, it's not all bad news. The figures, as you say, Simon, uh, are eye-watering. I mean, if you look at um, the deficit, for example, that'll be the biggest on record at $23.4 billion this year, and and it will uh, definitely get worse. Um, and um, the other thing I think that people would be very interested in, and it was a point that I put to Grant Robertson in the lockup, that uh, this border, uh, when are we going to see it open? Because that's been on everyone's lips. Now, if you listen to Treasury, and don't forget they're the, uh, the uh, policy wonks that sit across the road from the beehive and crunch numbers and uh, look at circumstances and make analysis based on that, uh, they would say that um, the borders will remain closed until um, January uh, 2022. So uh, that's uh, well over a year out from now. Uh, And they say that there could be some limited international travel uh, from maybe the latter part of next year. I think a few people would throw their hands up in horror at that prospect. And uh, when I did put it to Grant Robertson, uh, he said that, uh, no, he doesn't agree with that analysis. He says uh, bubbles are being worked on at the moment, uh, and he believes the borders, and in particular when you look at uh, international students, for example, they're looking at bringing them in in fairly short order from the beginning of next year, and the Australians, of course, are already doing that, but uh, he believes that the borders won't be as restrictive as what uh, Treasury is predicting in this uh, pre-election update. Mm. Barry, with a person with the experience you have in politics, what do you think are the points that have been released today that are most likely to draw the fire from opposing parties to Labor? Um... (laughs) Well, I would imagine that they will criticise the government for the economy not recovering as quickly as maybe it should or that they believe it should. But, um, you know, if you look at uh, the unemployment rate, for example, and that's going to be really tough. If you haven't got a job by the end of this year and you go out onto the job market, you're going to find it very difficult because uh, on uh, next year and the following year, unemployment's going to hover around 8%, which is high by New Zealand standards. So uh, it'll fall away then to 6.6% and uh, by 2000, 
2024, which will be after the next election, that will have dropped back to 5.3%. So I think uh, what this government will be criticised for is that the economy is not or won't be recovering uh, as soon as what had been predicted. And if you look at um, Crown expenses, uh, for example, uh, we're, we're going to be spending a lot of money, uh, that is the Crown of our money, um, $120 billion uh, next year, and that tapers away. But look, uh, the, the numbers, as I said, are eye-watering. They're big, but numbers don't mean much. It's what people have in their back pocket that uh, yeah. means everything and whether they can put food on the table. And for many, uh, these figures show that that's not going to be a particularly easy task in the coming two years. And uh, dare I say, we've been saying that for some time. It was pretty obvious. It's scary, actually, because I was just reading a story, Barry, before you came on air about an, from an economist who says, you know, the wage subsidy completely masked the true state of the, the labour market and how many yes. people now are availing, availing themselves of the wage, uh, you know, the, the, rather the support through the job seeker scheme. And the under, underutilisation rate's enormous now. It's risen by 2% for both men and women. And that's pretty big. That's people that are available to work, but they can't get the hours they want. And that's possibly set to get worse too, Barry. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, look, there are so many aspects that, that um, if you listen to the government, it's better than what it was. There was a, a budget update that uh, you may remember we got it out in, uh, in May this year. And uh, they are comparing the figures now, which are Treasury projections as well, against that and saying, well, no, we're doing better. Well, you know, we are doing better uh, compared to what Treasury thought we would be doing. And a good example of that is when you delve into these figures is housing. Now, uh, housing market activity, uh, if you listen to Treasury, has been more resilient than expected in that budget update. Now, that's uh, supported by pent-up demand, and of course that pent-up demand will come, uh, not to a large extent, but to some extent, by people coming back in from overseas, Kiwis returning home, wanting to buy houses. And it will also come from, of course, the lowest interest rates that we've seen probably in my life. Lifetime. I can't remember interest rates being as low as they are. So mm. people are upgrading their houses. So uh, housing activity uh, has remained uh, actually uh, right up there. And in fact, it's um, uh, the house prices are forecast to grow right out until June uh, uh, 2024. Border restrictions, uh, they say, this is Treasury, are likely to constrain uh, net migration in the short term and heightened uncertainty around the economic outlook will will constrain, they believe, demand for housing. But they forecast a period of weaker house prices over the year to June 2021 with uh, prices, they believe, falling by about 5% from their March 2020 levels. But uh, look, if you look at the graphs, it's all upward for house prices. Right, and very quickly, last thing, Barry, uh, just in the news you mentioned January 2021, the Treasury forecasting border closures, but uh, you just mentioned then January 2022. So is that the, it's definitely January 2022, the forecast for border closures? No, no, it's out to 2022 that um, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. saying that borders yeah. uh, are likely to remain closed. Uh, yeah. That's all through next year with maybe a bit of international uh, travel in the latter part of the year. Yep, good. Thank Barry, you. thank you very much for that, mate. Great work, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Barry. Look, look forward to it. Cheers.